You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 56. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and today we are talking about taking your PM career to the next level. This episode is sponsored by Cora Systems. Cora Systems is a worldwide leader in providing enterprise PPM solutions to global organizations and government agencies, such as Honeywell, Alanco, PwC, City of London, and the UK's National Health Service. Cora is a proven foundation for the delivery of projects, digital transformation, and strategic objectives. Fully digitizing program and project life cycles, providing total transparency, empowering decision-making, and streamlining governance and reporting. Every day across more than 50 countries, over 20 billion worth of projects are managed on the Cora platform. Learn more at pmoimpactsummit.com forward slash Cora systems. That's PMOimpactSummit.com forward slash Cora Systems. Now I have one of our summit speakers, the PMO Impact Summit speakers, David Barrett, and he's going to talk to us about what it really takes in your organization to take your career to the next level, what that looks like and what things you should be thinking about. Now, during the PMO Impact Summit, he's going to be talking about the three pillars of strategy success, your work, your career, and your life. And it was so good. I thought... Maybe David could tell us a little bit about taking your career to the next level, just as a teaser to get you excited about the summit. So let me tell you a little bit about David. David is a professional speaker, regular blogger, podcast host, author of eight books, and education advisor to numerous universities. David's career includes the creation and directing of a project management conference business, a training company, a software development firm, a speaker bureau, and project management portal called projecttimes.com. Most recently, David has launched a virtual TED-style event series for project professionals called Project Talks. David, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. It's absolutely great to be here. Thrilled to be involved. So let's just dive right in. We're talking about taking your PM career to the next level. And I'm really curious to know, what do we have to do these days to get to the next level? If I could step back just slightly, so why is it so difficult? And I tell people so often, I've been at this for 30 plus years in this space. And when I joined, the role of the project manager was kind of owned and operated by large capital projects, construction, engineering, and the likes. There were millions of people out there that just didn't understand even what those words were. Today, Laura, it is so different. It's a much more crowded industry. For example, when I joined the PMI, the Project Management Institute was 30,000 large. It's now over 800,000 large. To give you an idea, my membership number of the PMI is 64,000 odd. That's the number of people that had ever joined at the time. And today, I think they're giving out somewhere in the range of 3 million. It's a very large market of people. And it's 10 times that size if you look at people that aren't even members of the PMI. So the problem is, how do I stand out? How do I get to that next level? We are looking for great project managers to take on the next big project. We're looking for people within the project management community to take on a more important leadership role. 
We're looking for project managers to step up and build something new like a PMO or a EPMO. There are so many opportunities for us. I always say project managers make great leaders. So we need to start putting the pieces in place that will help us get from here to there. And getting from here to there isn't that easy anymore, Laura. It's crowded. You need to be unique. You need to stand out in the crowd. And when I'm looking for that next person, whether it be the next leader or the project manager or someone to build the EPMO or the PMO, I'm looking at 30, 40, or 50 options of people, and they're really good, but I got to narrow it down to five. What makes you get to the top of the pile? That's sort of what we got to do. We got to think about how we're going to do that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. In fact, during your recent Project Talks event, I spoke about what I call being an impact driver because I think you're so right. There's a huge difference between being a project manager and a project leader. And to me, I take it even a step further because if you really want to differentiate, if you really want to help your organization make a big impact, you've got to be about the outcomes over the outputs and about leading and driving change and helping your organization achieve that return on investment they're looking for. You can't get away with focusing on the templates, tools, and process. And that difference between manager and leader, I think, that people really need to focus on if they're going to be seen as the top of the crop, right? The top of the pile of all these different options and resumes and everything else. Absolutely. I hate to use the word you're a dime a dozen, but <laughs> you're a dime a dozen. I hate <laughs> to say stop being the tick box project manager, but many of us are tick box project managers. That's what the book says we're supposed to do. When I was running conferences in the early days, we had panel discussions about project management. And I remember someone standing up and asking a panel, so you're in a project management position and you're a project manager and you build it just like they said, and it doesn't work. What, what do you do? And the debate started and I was, it was a big day for me. It was a big moment in my career as I heard people say, it doesn't matter. That's not our responsibility. And I was yeah. just struck by that. This is what we do. We have a box of tick boxes and this is what we do. To your point, we need to think totally differently. We yeah. need to realize that we are a dime a dozen. We're very good. We are certified or not. We are, we've got great experience, subject matter expertise, and a track record to kill for. Mm -hmm. People say, so what, what's wrong? And I go, well, that's not enough anymore. That's right. baseline. So if you, to your point, to be an impact driver, to make a difference. I look at a room of a hundred project managers and I look at nine, every 10 on a table and I got nine tables in one. What's the difference between this one table? These people as I'm walking through, Laura, are all talking about project success and I love it. And they're talking about being great project managers and, and that crisis and that change management that came and all bunch of good stuff. It's a really good conversation at a project management conference. What was interesting about this one table, you listen, they're not talking about project management stuff. They've taken the conversation to a different level, one level, two levels above, and they're talking about the why and the how. They're talking about the connection to strategy. They're talking about business success. They're talking about business drivers. They're talking about their customer and what their widget or product or service is doing for the bigger benefits of the world or the community or the customer themselves or the organizations. It's a whole different conversation. And those are the people, I love my project managers, but when I start looking for the next lead, I'm going to the table with the 10 people talking differently. Yeah. And I'm gonna to talk to them. I want them to be part of my conversation. In this business, we've gone way too long of having 
this massive moat in between project management hood and leadership. Yes. We've got to build that bridge. We've got to connect the two islands or the two groups. We've got to get them talking more and we've got to make that connection. David, I got to tell you, everything you said just resonates with me so, so much. I can tell you numbers of times over the long time that I've been doing this where I would hear project managers say, well, that's not my responsibility to make sure that the project actually delivered a return on investment or that the outcomes are actually achieved. I have my list that I follow. And frankly, it's not really 100% their fault, right? Because if you look at the certifications in this space, they are good at teaching you how to create beautiful outputs. Now, with, for example, the next version of the PMBOK that's coming out next year, that's supposed to lean more towards looking at business outcomes. In fact, I was pinging my pal Jesse Fuel again and again saying, we got to talk more about value. We got to talk more about impact. We got to talk about the outcomes we're trying to achieve because he's part of that team that's working on that next version. And I'm driving him crazy with it because I just want to make sure that we help people, we help project managers understand that they do actually have a business role, not just a project role, in assuring that the project actually achieves its objectives in a way that creates a return on investment. And I can't tell you how many times my heart's just been broken listening to project managers say things like, well, we don't manage return on investment around here. And <laughs> I just say, what, are you kidding me? And then, well, it's an internal project. There's still a worth it factor. And as project managers, we are trained to focus on checking those boxes and make sure we've done all of our outputs. And sometimes it's to the detriment of achieving the outcomes. We've managed our triple constraint, time, scope, and cost so tightly that we have prevented that change that could have been introduced that would have tripled the return on investment we could have achieved when we introduced it to our customers, right? So project managers are busy off doing their post-project celebrations saying they've been successful because they kept that triple constraint in line the whole time, but because they didn't let a change in that could have made a real big difference, the customers aren't using the product and the business leaders look at that as a failure. So I think the big thing that you're talking about here and everything that you mentioned is that we have to start thinking like business leaders because we keep expecting to have a seat at the table and we're not going to have that seat at the table if we're acting like project managers or project administrators. We've got to start thinking and acting like business leaders and driving that impact like you're talking about. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Thank you so right. much. Absolutely. I get so excited about this. <laughs> yeah, no, it gets you juiced and it's, and it's new. Three years old that, well, we hope that our leaders will start listening to us. Yeah. And we hope that they'll listen to us more and they will, we hope. I mean, 20 years ago, Laura, we just kind of hoped they knew what we did. Yes. And they wouldn't cut us when the first, you know, expense cutting need to happen so often. The PMO was cut. Well, today, yeah. I think we got a lot more respect in, uh, out of that. Now we just want them to be a little bit more cognizant of what we can bring to the table. We are in the trenches now. We've got a lot to offer. On our side, we need to be involved. We need to start having the conversations. To the person listening that says, so how, 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 you know what? Get involved in the conversation. Yeah. Go out and have a coffee with the vice president, the VP of uh, finance and the VP of operations and, and the rest of the people up there. Yeah, but they're not project people. So what? Get to know your business, get to know your industry much better than you do. Start looking for trends coming down the pipe in your industry. Data analytics, robotics, AI, and all this exciting stuff. Oh, really? 
Why? Well, because that's where project work is coming from tomorrow. And when I start looking for people, I want people that understand the changes that are going to go on in this industry so that they can be more a part of that, as you say, conversation. It's so critical. Oh, for sure. And I think it doesn't have to be complicated. I think you're hitting the nail on the head. You can take out your business leaders for a quick coffee. You can talk to them about what is their business doing? What keeps them up at night? Where are the challenges? What are they frustrated about? And what does success look like to them? And I can guarantee you that if you go to an executive and say, what does success look like? They are not going to say 54 templates. And they're not going to say to you, no, 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 come back when you have more templates for me to fill out. They don't care about that. What they care about is that you're helping them achieve the outcome. So our job as project leaders is to find a business way to measure our success as opposed to an outputs or checklist kind of way. And I'm not saying throw all templates out the window, but really there's a lot we could do to streamline our process, remove waste and accelerate getting to the impact for every single project just by applying some common sense putting that into common practice and keeping laser focused on the outcomes we're trying to achieve for the organization. I just don't think it has to be hard. It can start with getting to know what your business is all about, right? Absolutely. We have a foundation of what we do, which produces, as you say, the outputs, the data, the information, but it could be a lot more. If we were asking different questions, if we were learning a little bit more about our business and about our industry, then we become richer in the knowledge that we have and in in our ability to have that new conversation. That's what they're looking for. Taking our careers to the next level, get involved in the conversation, show that you aren't just a tick box project manager, show that you have the potential to offer some new piece to the puzzle. As an organization recently, and they said, you know, find your people, says the leader. I, I come in, I find my people. My people aren't my eight reports. My people are my two reports, two of my eight, plus one person, one, and they start pointing all over the organization for his or her people. And it's not like in a visual advisory group, but they've got their people. And they're looking for key people in the organization that get a value to the future of this organization, to the decisions we're making. And project managers can do that. They can play that role. And that leads to a new conversation. That leads to progression in our careers, to a recognition that we're special and we're different. That's how we get ahead. Oh, absolutely. And for all of you PMO leaders listening, because I know there's a ton of you that listen to this podcast, this applies to you as well. And quite frankly, on steroids, because I can tell you, I can show you case study after case study of my students that have been through my Impact Engine PMO group coaching and training program that went into this pandemic that we've been experiencing this year with their seat at the table because of the work they did to shift from the outcomes to the outputs, to have more business conversations, and to lead their project managers on that journey. So as a PMO leader, you have a very important responsibility here, and you must be a strategic business partner to your business leaders. They're looking for that. They need that. And you hold the keys with access to all of the information they need around their strategic initiatives and how they're progressing and if they're going to achieve their outcomes and the people that execute on those, whether they report directly to you or not. These project managers, they are the investment managers for the organization and you are the investment manager ensuring that entire portfolio of investments becomes the strategic impact it's supposed to be. So as you're thinking about this, this isn't just for the project managers, but as PMO leaders, you have a dual role. 
you must step into that strategic business partner role like David is talking about, and you must bring the project managers with you on that journey and help them see that a perfect triple constraint, that the best EVM numbers does not equal a high impact return on investment for a project. It does not equal success. And that's a very important role we must play. Absolutely. Got it. I think we've done it. It's just get out there, get your careers to the next level by taking those blinkers off, right? Taking the blinkers off and being something special. Look beyond and say, how can I stand out and be one of the five instead of one of the 50? Absolutely. And I can tell you from example after example, if you do what David's telling you, it will work. When I stopped being so focused on how perfect my templates and my process could be, and I started saying, how can I get in the minds and hear the ideas of our business leaders and understand, really ask the questions and peel back the layers to understand what they were looking for? That's when everything started to fall into place. That's when people started paying attention to me. And that's when we started to really make a big difference in our organization. So David, thank you so much for being here. For all of you that are listening today, I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope you do something about it. I hope you take David's great advice and really put it into practice. Find ways to take the steps he's suggesting here. And if you have not registered for the PMO Impact Summit, you definitely do not want to miss David's session. We just recorded it and it was fantastic. The three pillars of strategy success, your work, your career, and your life. David, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Laura, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me and good luck with the summit. I'm really thrilled to be involved. Thank you so much. Now, don't forget, this episode was sponsored by Cora Systems. Cora's platform, Cora PPM, delivers global consistency, powerful insights, total control, and enterprise-wide visibility. Learn more at PMOImpactSummit.com forward slash Cora Systems. That's PMOImpactSummit.com forward slash Cora Systems. All right, Impact Drivers, that's it for today's episode of the PMO Strategies Podcast. I look forward to seeing you at the PMO Impact Summit. You can just register at PMOImpactSummit.com and download the Impact Driver Network app and join the conversation. Bye-bye for now.